Say, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. 104.7 The Cave, Mike the Intern, yep. Jay Stevens in the studio. It is Dark Side of the Stream, episode 95, my pick this week, and it was called Keeper of the Ashes, the Oklahoma Girl Scout Murders on Hulu. It was an ABC News documentary that was on Hulu and was released end of May. It uh, features Christian Chenoweth, who, if you're not familiar, she's an actress. She's a singer. Broadway um, musical girl. Yeah, yeah actually really, really, yeah. yeah, yeah, really, really talented. And she's actually uh, uh, from Oklahoma. Um, and we'll get into her involvement into this later on. But this documentary tells the story of three girls between the ages of eight and ten that were sexually assaulted and murdered at a Girl Scout camp in uh, Camp Scott, Mays County, Oklahoma, in 1977, that summer. Before we get into this horrendous story, Jay, were you ever a Boy Scout? I was a Cub Scout briefly. Cub Scout, like how long? Probably not too long. Six months, did you maybe. Do, did you do the uh, the derby? Did you did make the, the card? Made the little wooden car. Yeah. yeah, made the little wooden car. What else? Made like a fake uh, fake campfire with like lights and to get uh, your badge and stuff like that i had some random badges it was one of those things just like too much work for the, my mom for sure to, to, to get you at all the meetings August, and all that yeah. stuff so slowly but surely out. you got out. What, out do you think if if she had not dipped out you would have stayed in it no you just you were like yeah no. I think I was peer pressure. All my kids, friends were doing for all it. your friends so were doing. I you're like, oh, I got to do it too. I, you know, I bet that happens a lot. I I went through Boy Scouts, um, uh, and you know, I actually learned a lot. And probably my love for the outdoors started there, um, because I my parents never went camping. I think we went to like you know a couple times in my life. We went on trips to like you know Gulf Shores, family stuff like that. We went to like a cabin or two, but like camping and roughing it, that love started with the Boy Scouts. And then wow. in high school. I was friends with guys that were hardcore about it. And that's where we really, that's where all my camping stuff started. I never camped in a tent with my parents. That just all started because of the Boy Scouts. Now, obviously we're talking about the Girl Scouts here, which I get is their cookies. a little bit different. Oh God. Yeah. What kind of, what's your favorite? Um, I will get the, there's, thin a, there's only, well, I was like, there's only one right answer. Put them in the freezer. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. 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 All day. Um, I like, you know, I'm probably going to get hit for this one, but I like the ones, the caramel and the coconut. Yeah. Whatever those yeah, are called. Good. I like those. Yeah. yeah. Good. It's easy uh, not to, it's easy, or excuse me, it's not easy. It's hard not to drop a hundo on uh, Girl Scout cookies every year when you see them outside oh, of Walmart. Respect the hustle, man. Didn't get enough to last it. you. Yeah. Oh, and they are hustling. Um, It's actually kind of crazy that it's, you could make the case that it might be a little trafficy on the uh, making, using kids to make a lot of money for an organization. Yeah, right. Um, but you know, that's, that's not episode. what this documentary is about and we will uh, do that investigation at another time. What this documentary is about is about, like I mentioned, three Girl Scouts that lost their lives in the seventies. Um, now the story is crazy because they, I guess two months before the murder, something had happened at this camp where, um, one of the counselors had noticed that all of her stuff had been ransacked some of the stuff inside of a box had been stolen and inside of that note uh in that box there was a note that said we are on a mission to kill three girls in tent one yeah at the time the director of the camp was like ah you know it's like the late 70s there's a lot of horror movie stuff it's a prank it wasn't a prank. Well, I don't know. Do you think that? I don't know, man. It's, that's the thing. Know, like, they don't really know if that note came from very, the killer before. Very but the fact is, he didn't live too far away from where this Girl Scout camp was located. 
And that's where we'll get into the suspect, his trial, and all the craziness with this documentary, Dark Side of the Stream, continues next on 104.7 The Cave. 104.7 The Cave, Mike the Intern, Jay Stevens back in the studio, Dark Side of the Stream, episode 95, discussing Keeper of the Ashes, the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders, hosted by Christian Chenoweth on Hulu. Um, did, did you have, uh, did Hendricks go through Girl Scouts? No. Didn't she want. Not, she no, just didn't want to. She's never done Girl Scouts. She's more of a theater kid, though. You know what yeah, I mean. And that's yeah, those thespians. They start early, and they uh, they jam. yeah, that stick into it. So that's good. I mean, she's lucky in the sense that she found something that she loves and is is super passionate about. Yeah. It because you know, kids kind of get lost, especially when they get into the teens and stuff, and they're just like, I don't know what to do. What they end up doing is just picking up this stupid block yeah, and staring yeah, at it. Yeah, no, all day. we got to keep them away um, from that. Got to keep them motivated and hopefully help them find something they love and they can be passionate about. Um, so anyway, uh, the crazy thing about this is my dad actually lived in Broken Arrow for a little while in Oklahoma, so I'm pretty familiar with this area. Obviously, this was years and years and years and years later, um, but the girls that were in this Girl Scout troop were from Broken Arrow, including a Christian Chenoweth who at the time was eight year old, eight years old in the Girl Scouts was planning on going on this trip, but because she, I guess, became ill, she didn't feel good. They didn't send her. So she could have been one of the victims easily, um, but didn't go. And that is where her involvement comes into a small world though, man. Have you ever had any close calls where it was like, dude, if I had been there, I'd have been dead. Oh man. You know, I don't know. I don't think that, bad no i don't think anything that's serious nothing where you were like oh my god i could have died i was probably just oblivious to the fact it could have happened and then you know years later you're like oh my god that could have been me yeah i don't think so um i do know that my mom or at least my mom always tells the story that when we were living in vegas um at the time in the early to mid 80s um there was a lot of killer action stuff going on there were serial killers that were active in the area my dad worked a lot. She was at home with me and my newborn brother constantly, and she was scared to death that we were going to be. Oh, really? Next. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look up some of the murders that happened in Vegas, not not mob-related at the time, but actual like serial killers, there were a lot of active uh, killers in that area, um, Nevada, just out west in general, um, including, I guess you could consider this one as well um, in the late 70s. So what happens is uh, they basically one morning they find a body inside of a sleeping bag. Then they find another one. Then they find another one. Um, and so they do the testing. They show that these girls have been assaulted, bludgeoned, then uh, strain, uh, strangled. They end up finding a fingerprint on one of the uh, flashlights that were left there, which they think was probably one of the murder weapons. They also found a footprint of a nine and a half shoe size. Um, that was covered in blood in one of the tents. So they know that that was probably the killer. But the thing is, is that I guess the night that this went down, there was a thunderstorm. And it was just by chance that that happened because that definitely screwed with the evidence the police were looking for since this happened at, you know, outside campground tent, stuff like that. Um, But what they ended up finding out was that there had been this guy that had left or escaped from prison in like 1973 or something and had been on the run. For a long time and he had been raised about a mile away from where this place was and that was the victim or excuse me the suspect from the get-go we will give jay some coffee before we return because he's about to fall asleep on my history lesson this dark side of the stream on 104.7 the cave (laughs) 
Mike, the intern, Jay Stevens, back in the studio. It is Dark Side of the Stream, episode 95, discussing Keeper of the Ashes, the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders. Um, so you're you're relatively new to this area. Um, right. I know that there is out by uh, James River and the um, Springfield Lake. For a long time, they all, always talked about the Girl Scout camp. I don't know if it's still out there because I haven't been out there in a long time. But for a long time, at least in high school, when we go out there and sneak out there and jump off the bridge and do what high school students do, um, there was like a dilapidated building in the middle of really? that area, which I think it was just one of those things like this story kind of traveled, you know, oh, my God, a bunch of Girl Scouts got killed out here, blah, 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 blah. And then just became it never. I don't think that actually happened. It, I don't even know if it was a Girl Scout, but that's what they used to call it. So when I was watching this documentary, I had the thought that maybe that's what had happened. Like this, this happened in, you know, not too far away, two and a half, three right. hours. Right. Um, and then, you know, people around here are like, oh, it was here. But no, it wasn't here. It was in Oklahoma. Um, so anyway. There was this guy named uh, Gene Leroy Hart, member of the Cherokee Nation, lived about, a, or at least been raised about a mile outside of Camps Scott is what they called it. And in 1973, escaped from jail. And he was on the lam. He'd been convicted of kidnapping and uh, assaulting two pregnant women and four counts of burglary, escapes from jail. And then about a Max year, DMO. yeah, yeah. About they're like, this might be our guy because it definitely matches what he was into. They arrest him at the house of a Cherokee medicine man. Um, he was represented by a local Oklahoma attorney, and the trial was set two years after this happened in '77 and '79. The local sheriff he pronounced himself, at least this guy, that he yeah, was 100 percent guilty. Right? This is before DNA existed. They did have that fingerprint, but they couldn't really tie into that. Um, I don't remember what they said about the footprint, but that's also damning too. And so they go to trial. Guess what happens? Damn OJ style. Acquitted. Acquit him. I, I to me, I don't know how that worked, but they acquitted him, and I feel so bad for the families because they kept fighting this thing years and years and years because. I don't know what it's like to have to deal with something like this as far as closure goes, but I would assume the fight was because, I mean, yeah. if you had lost a family member to something like this and, and the guy who was, you know, convicted got, and you knew in your heart, like, dude, what the hell, how did this, how did the, where's the justice here? You'd yeah. want justice, right? Yeah, terrible. How fight, how hard do you fight it for the rest of your life? Yeah. It'd be all consuming. I don't know how the hell you could just walk past yeah, it. It's pretty tough. So after this happens he gets acquitted well the time he was still because of the accusations and him being guilty for the other things that happened before this girl scout incident the uh, pregnant women he had 305 years to 308 year sentence left to serve so yeah, he going nowhere it, even though they acquitted him of this justice was served in the sense that he never saw the light of right. day right. now i don't know about you but right after this trial was over in June of 79, he collapsed and died of a heart attack at the age of 35. 35. Lifting weights in jail. He's just in the prison yard working out. And drops 35 dead. years old, heart attack. Is that justice? That probably was some karma. I will, but to, to be given an out like a heart attack and then uh, that's it, as, yeah. a, as opposed to serving 308 years of your life or whatever, the rest of your life in prison, I don't know True, if that's justice. Right. To me, I, that's not me. But what would end up happening is that in the mid to late 80s, when DNA really started to kind of get into the forefront, um, the family went back and said, no, what? We're going to fight this thing. We're going to fight it. We're going to make sure that that he, if he was the one, we want the closure. And we'll tell you next if that family got closure or not. Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave.
Mike, the intern, Jay Stevens, back in the studio one more time. Dark Side of the Stream, episode 95, Keeper of the Ashes, the Oklahoma Girl Scout Murders on Hulu. If you want to watch it, do it. Um, it's uh, kind of a crazy story. I wasn't really familiar with it. As I mentioned, I'd always heard that there was a Girl Scout incident here, man. but I think it was because of there, moved here. and that's... Freaks you out, man. Well, yeah, you got you know? kids, you know, but that's crazy. Like think about how far we've come, or I don't know if it's how far we regressed, but back in the day, like in the seventies, it wasn't a thing to say, okay, kids, see you in two weeks and send them off to some camp well, somewhere. And they still do that though. They, they kind of, yeah, they still got camps going on where they, they send the kids away for a little bit. And now I'm thinking twice about this stuff. That, My kid's never done it, but her friends are doing it. And so she's been talking about, about it. going on a camp like trip camp, you yeah, know, where they yeah, go away, but yeah. man, Kind of makes you think twice. Back in the day, dude, you could send a kid through the U.S. Postal oh, Service. Oh yeah, my dad used to throw me in a taxi cab from Hollywood. Send me, send me, send me on a half-hour cab ride, taxi cab. What would you do in the cab for thirty minutes? I don't know, sit man. there? I guess just sit in the back seat and be happy. How, to do you don't even remember? That's how young you were. I was young. Yeah, I was young. Seven, dude. eight. Dude. Yeah. Uh, no way, man. No and, way. No yeah, way. Those were the no days. No way. I, I guess. Airport, I, too. Pick up the airport. Just, just take a cab. I flew. Uh, my parents would fly me to my grandma's house a couple times, but they would be at the gate to watch me get on, and they would be at the gate to watch me get off. Yeah, I flew several times. Yeah. So, too. I mean, in that instance, what, what are you going to do on a plane? But it's that, not a whole uh, lot. Looking back at it, the dad's throwing me in a taxi cab in Hollywood to get back down to the beach. Especially, area. like, in the 70s? Dude, that's dude. that's crazy um anyway uh you know if you don't have kids if you ain't got time to have kids um so back to this case they quit this guy he dies from a heart attack uh the same year he's acquitted even though he was serving 305 years um in the late 80s dna testing comes up the family goes and says hey let's let's test this again at that point it was a one in seven thousand chance that he was the man well Technology, technology technology gets better they go back in like 2017 they raise a bunch of money um and i guess in 2019 they basically said that this based on the testing was him it had to have been him um but they didn't actually make that public until the family's victims said they wanted it made public um this year probably having something to do with the documentary that was made um but yeah so they, I, I would hope got the closure that they needed in this case, but at the same time, you never know. I will say this though: one of the uh, fathers of the three victims went on to help state legislator pass the Oklahoma Victims Bill of Rights. He also helped found the Oklahoma Crime Victims Compensation Board. Another parent founded the Oklahoma chapter of Parents of Murdered Children, which is a support group to help get so closure. So. They, in that sense, did get some good out of it. Um, but, you know, again, it's one of those times where it's just like, golly, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, and man. how does evil like this in the world exist? Can't blame video games on this one. Yeah, it's, but it's you scary. could blame lead in the gasoline, which, by the way, starting to come back in the news a little bit, uh, yeah, the lead yeah. uh, poisoning stuff. So we might be having this conversation about more recent stuff coming up here. Uh, all in all, how many Thin Mint cookies would you give this I guess documentary? two and a half Thin Mint cookies. Yeah, it was yeah. nothing special, but it was an interesting story. Uh, I think uh, Chinowitz, uh, the idea that she could have been. Yeah, that kind of there was kind of interesting. More, um, I didn't really know cookie. a lot about the story. Um, but yeah, again, DNA comes to the rescue like it always does. If you're listening to this at home, remember, if you think about killing someone, I don't, don't know do what you're going to do. Don't, don't do, do it, it because they're going to catch you. DNA is a thing. Um, so uh, they're, they're going to get you.
it uh there's not a whole lot you can do about that unless you have a lot of money <clears throat> then you can probably get away with anything. somebody's gonna take that whole segment you just said and they're gonna splice it up to where you're saying if you're gonna kill <laughs> somebody and you got some money mike dantern said he's murder for hire now yeah, yeah well they got the whole thing on youtube which you can watch this thing every thursday 9 a.m on youtube facebook live or as a podcast on our 104.7 the cave app jay what are we watching next week uh we are going to watch Oh, we're just going to stick on these gnarly topics, these dark subjects. Uh, John Wayne Gacy, Conversations with the Killers. That was uh, yes, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's one dress I've been... away a clown and uh, grab kids or whatever. Like, it does not sound good. Sound uh, good. If, you're in, if you're familiar about the clown killer, John Wayne Gacy, uh, it's definitely not a fun ride, but it's a crazy, crazy story. We're going. How this guy was able to get away with what he got away with for so long. At the same time of being in the public eye, he was a clown for hire. He was, I think he was in like the young Republic. He was definitely in like local government stuff. I mean, he, we'll get into it. Jay wants to keep going dirty. We're going to keep going dirty. I'm Mike, the intern. This is Jay Stevens reminding you, we watch watch movies. So you don't have have to. to dark side of the stream on 104.7, the cave.